Do you take this woman as your lawful wedded wife? Ooh, yeah! <laughs> oh, no. Place the ring on her finger and repeat after me. With this ring. With this ring. I thee wed. I thee wed. Hello and welcome to With This Ring, episode 46. I'm your co-host Ryan Everett. I'm your co-host Cindy Everett. And today we'll continue our sojourn into 1998 WWF yes. uh, with Fully Loaded. Yep. But before we got to Fully Loaded, <laughs> we did watch on the July 6th Raw. We did. Yes. It and was, before we get to that, yes. if there's a sudden surge in our listenership, it's because I was plugging Yes. Our podcast on my recent guest appearance on Best of Both Worlds, which is a podcast uh, hosted by two working moms. So if you need to add any more working mom content podcast yep. to your life, head on over and check out Best of Both Worlds. Exactly. Yes, definitely. So, July 6th, <laughs> okay, right, 1998 Raw. Well, no. <laughs> Fun podcast, but... <laughs> so, yeah, so they announced that they're going to have a triple threat match to determine who the number one contender is for Steve Austin's title mm -hmm. between Kane, Mankind, and The Undertaker. And so this was a taped run. It was going head-to-head -head against a big Nitro in the Georgia Dome. Okay. So they had like 30,000 people there. Oof. And it was Goldberg versus Hulk Hogan, Ooh. if you remember Yo, watching that. that. So that yeah. was like... Oh, that's the same night as this. Yeah, okay. so WCW... That was, all the yeah, that was all the stops and... It helped them win the ratings that night, but in the end, they couldn't use that as a pay-per-view like main event anymore. So, gotcha. I, I knew something was up with this. Yeah, when we were watching it. I was like, Kane looks different. Like, is he wearing like a strange wig? <laughs> yes. What happened? So, Kane and Mankind show up, and no Undertaker. So Vince McMahon tells him just to start the match, and Mankind doesn't want that because he's friends with Kane. But Kane hits him with a steel chair, mm -hmm. and then hits the tombstone. Not friends at all. No. And wins the match. And as Vince McMahon announces that it'll be Kane taking, fighting Steve Austin, Kane unmasked, and it's The Undertaker dressed as Kane. Yeah. And well, Steve Austin in commentary is very upset by this. Yes. <laughs> but it was, I mean, I could, like I said, I could tell something was, <laughs> something was off. But I guess they're like, their body, their builds are just similar enough, like from far away. Right. And this was one that was Kane had the full... Full arm on oh, both right. sides, which you didn't see the Undertaker's tattoos or anything. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, it was a pretty good disguise. And why did they do that? So then the whole thing started to be our Kane and the Undertaker in cahoots. Mm. They mentioned that a lot during the, the pay-per-view. So because no they're brothers. Yes, because they're brothers. Are they, you know, finally over, you know, the whole trying to burn each other alive thing. <laughs> you know, each, each one's trying to burn the other alive, so... It's even, it's, it's even so maybe they'll work towards reconciliation, but we'll we'll see, we'll see throughout the summer. It's <laughs> it's an ongoing story. It's such a soap opera. So this is July sixth. It's a week after King of the Ring, and they've already just set up the SummerSlam main event because it was the number one contendership, and they said the winner. Oh, okay. The title match is at SummerSlam, oh, okay. which so isn't until the end of, of August. Right. So they're they're really planning. This ahead. is kind of they're going all in. This is really going like making 
this SummerSlam be like WrestleMania, where, you know, after the Royal Rumble, you know who the gotcha. the main event will be, and it's kind of the same thing here. Do you like that, that much lead time? Yeah, I think for the big two shows, it's it makes sense to kind of set or build around that. The only thing that is, I mean, that's why they don't have a world title match here, because oh. you don't really, you've set it up that it's Steve Austin versus... The Undertaker. And I mean, you could still, at your weekend house shows, you'd still have title matches. And they'd just say, oh, you know, if Kane wins, it'll be Kane versus the But mm. for the most part, everyone kind of knows the score. Gotcha. So this show, then, that we watched, fully loaded, it's from Fresno, California. Okay. I thought I saw you had some Fresno. Which, yeah, it's uh, the whole Northern California thing. I'm kind of confused geographically where fresno is fresno and sacramento are kind of two fresno sacramento is like the same elevation elevate latitude as san francisco i think it's just further oh east. just further east okay i couldn't tell you where, i'm gonna look up the google where fresno is i think it's northern uh, or maybe south maybe that's like the central kind of ish okay Oh, Actually, say I'm wrong. Sacramento is a lot closer to San Francisco than I thought it was. Yeah, same here. I thought it was. Right. So we don't have really know anything about Northern no. California geography, is what? No, I'm learning. Never been. Fresno is very much in the middle. Yeah, I kind of thought that. After I said Northern, I kind of thought Central. I think. Yep. Well, there it is. Yeah, I'm a Southern LA, you know, Southern <laughs> California person. SoCal guy. Yeah. All right. All right. So our first match, and this is kind of. We see this a lot on our off pay-per-views. The Jeff Jarrett. Well, Jeff Jarrett, but just in general, the like matches with no feud behind them. Yeah, it's kind of like because this at this point. So Jeff Jarrett has Tennessee Lee with him, of course, and he's still just doing his cowboy thing. And Val Venus. Was this his first match? This was his first pay-per-view match. Okay. He had been around for like two months, and he had just recently had sex with. Mr. Yamaguchi-san's wife. In who, real life or in storyline? No, line, in storyline. Right? It was <laughs> well, Land of the Rising Venus was oh. the, the title of the film. So that's like how most of his feuds go for the first year. He just has sex with someone and films it. Oh. Because he's a porn star. Yeah. Stuff that would not happen in 2023. No, I don't think so. No. Not so Mr. Yamaguchi-san is down at ringside for this match, but doesn't... He's just on commentary and doesn't really do much and he actually Jerry Lawler kind of makes him sound like a fool quite a bit yeah definitely yeah I was kind of confused while he was well he yeah. was there at first but then he kind of explained to me the whole situation <laughs> yes um but yeah I was gonna say at least decent crowd energy I feel like they kind of got a little bit more interest yeah they were Jared usually does yeah I think they were people were really behind Val Venus when he first they came started out. why yeah. I think it was just kind of like a funny character and you know if he's gonna be having sex he'll bring these women out sometimes and oh really the oh, crowd okay. is always in favor didn't of that didn't he cut a promo with john jameson I'm yes like, that was okay. one of his first promos oh, okay well there you go yep all right i mean fine i mean this poor i mean not poor i don't feel bad for jeff Jarrett. <laughs> It's kind of like, why do they even like put these matches? I guess you got to start somewhere. Yeah, you just got to have someone to kind of be in there and take a fall. And he gets kind of a bigger push coming up. So oh, we'll okay. see him. Really? He doesn't fade away yet. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that a little longer? Yeah. Okay. 
well, yeah, I mean, it was decent crowd energy. Fine. I said Val wins. Short. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'd agree with that. It was fine match, but nothing. Like, how long was it? Uh, seven. Really? Seven forty-five. Oh, that's longer than I would have said. But all right. So then the next match was D'Lo Brown versus that, X-Pac. I like this one. I think I have a soft spot for the one, two, three kids slash X-Pac. X-Pac. So this was kind of... So the week before on Raw, it was Triple H versus D'Lo Brown for the European title. Okay. And The Rock came out and cost D'Lo Brown... Or cost the Triple Rock. H the match. So D'Lo Brown's the new European champion. Then later they had Rock versus X-Pac. And Triple H tried to get involved with oh, the ref. The gotcha. ref reversed the decision because of a DQ. Got it. And what? What? How did D'Lo Brown like break his? Like, what happened to his chest? He was wearing like that was, a uh, the catcher's protective. Yeah. Player. So Dan Severn put him oh, in yeah, a submission yeah. move and tore his pectoral muscle. Like for real? Kind of. Ugh. Ugh. But I mean, that's like a month-long injury, and he's been back already for a month and is oh, still well. wearing this protector. <laughs> so now, okay, so this. So now they're starting to. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's like a prop essentially. Yes. It's, is there for fun. Mm-hmm. But no, good good moves by D. I mean, I just think this, I don't think this is the pacing that I like. Yeah. It's fast, it's athletic. Yeah, both of these guys are They're really good. More athletic than some others. Mm-hmm. And just works yes. to the quicker pace. Right. Right. So good moonsaults. Well, Godfather interferes on this one. Yeah. Was D. Lobron the CPA? Yes, he was. Good for him. Is he still, what if he's still serving? I, I haven't followed up on his Oh. He's alive, right? He's alive, yeah. All right, well, maybe he's a. Uh, we all come cross paths with yeah. him. <laughs> the professional, the professional setting. AC Connors is. AC Connors, name. okay. I'll have to look on some of my AICPA, <laughs> get some education courses, LinkedIn. and see if she uh, comes up at all. But no, it's, it was fun. Yeah, I like that one. Yep. So the next we have kind of an ad. Yeah, how so this one happen? Farouk and Scorpio versus Justin Bradshaw and Terry Funk. And. Last time we saw Terry Funk, he was teaming with Scorpio. Oh, yeah. So then it just kind of devolved. Like, on their B show, which was, like, Saturday nights at, like, late at night, they just kind of have, like, these random matches. How many shows did they have a week? At this point, well, in July of 98, it would have just been three to four. Because they they have Raw. They had... Livewire, which was like their Saturday morning recap show. Okay. And then on Saturday nights, they'd have Jacked or Metal, depending on which market it was in. Hmm. Like, Chicago got Jacked, but... Or no, this was still when it was Shocked on Saturday night. Sorry. Shocked on oh, Saturday night me. was the Saturday night you, when, syndicated were watching, show. Were you watching all of these? Yes. <laughs> Livewire sometimes, but the other two. I guess the point I'm trying to make, that's a lot of content. Yeah, and it's nothing compared to what they have. Oh, really? They have three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, two hours of NXT. Yeah, that's true. But that's a pretty big staff's involved then. Yeah. Write all this. So, okay, so anyways, this was... Nine union writers. I was just going to say, yeah. Because obviously... (laughs) They're not affected? No. Raw Raw cannot be staffed. I don't think... Didn't take coronavirus? Yeah, I guess Vince McMahon doesn't want to make you a deal with unions. Yeah. So, It's kind of like... His big thing. Yeah, yeah, well. Alright, let me see. Don't get any more. So, yeah, so this is kind of just a throwaway match again. Just yeah, kind of slowly I mean, building. I mean, Terry, I mean, my match with Terry Funkson is kind of a 
away. Yeah, and they, like, right before the match, Terry Funk announces that he's retiring. Again. And, yeah, again. And Bradshaw, like, wasn't told about this and was upset. So then they go out and they have their match. And Bradshaw tries to wrestle most of it, like, by himself. Yeah. He gets upset whenever Terry Funk tags in. And he's old. Yes, he is old, but he's still pretty good. Yeah, well, they lose, and yes. then Bradshaw beats up Terry Funk. Oh, you didn't talk at the very beginning about like what they were with Jerry Lawler and Sabre. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So the very beginning of the show. I thought you were supposed to give like, a two-minute like, two recap. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we kind of did that already, though, with right. the build-up to SummerSlam. And, okay. Yeah. As long as you uh, are satisfied. So, yeah, at the very beginning of the show, before they even have like the WWE signature or anything, we just are joined by Jerry Lawler and his... Beautiful legging, like singlet. I found some good leggings. Yes, that are, that are yeah. For any of you, Jerry Lawler Halloween. Don't give me my idea. <laughs> It'll be nineteen ninety eight Jerry Lawler for yes. Halloween. Yes, but anyways, he's That's in his full yeah. dream sickle outfit <laughs> and goes into Sable's room. That's a good way to describe it. And let's and wants she says that she'll give him a preview. So why? Well, we can get to it when we get to the actual yeah. contest, but. It's the, they're teasing that all night. Yeah. The bikini So she's she gives him a preview of the swimsuit and he freaks out as expected. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, he's talking about it the entire night. Yes, it comes up multiple times. Yes. In his commentary. So, yeah, so Bradshaw's upset with Terry Funk and attacks him and then also lays out Farouk and Scorpio with a chair as well. That's right. And does Terry Funk actually retire at this point? I no? mean, he goes away for about four months. Then he decides to come back. Yeah, then he goes to ECW for a little bit. Oh, God. Goes to WCW in 2000. So, yeah, whenever. So, it sounds like whatever he wanted a job, he could get one. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of got that clout. Got it. Uh, so, the next one, though, it's two good wrestlers, but not a good match. And yeah. He said, he said he had some thoughts about this that he wanted to save. Yeah, it was podcast. just. I was not very happy with. How they treated Vader at the end of his WWF run. I mean, Harry's doing. Mark Henry got good, but at this point, Mark Henry was not great, great yet. And I get what they're trying to do, make him get him over because he's younger and stuff. But yeah, and it's just a sloppy match. I mean, there is Mark Henry does show some legit strength where he does press slam Vader, which that's yeah at this point was no small feat. Right. Well, never was. But. Right. But especially... How much is Vader way? probably like 460, 470. Yeah. Yeah, he was getting up there. Yeah, it just wasn't... It was just like a match at like half speed. Yeah, it was very plotting. And I mean, they could both have... Like, a five-minute match with them is probably the right amount of time. But they just need more energy going. Yeah, yeah. I said said this is like watching a match at half speed. Yeah. It's awkward. They had good combinations, but the transitions weren't good, and it was just right. Yeah, it was kind of odd plotting. Said short. I said short match, not great. Yeah, and then speaking of matches in half speed, (laughs) oh lord, the disciples of apocalypse defeat the LOD two thousand, and now we have added Paul Ellering to the group. Yeah. Do you know who Paul Ellering is? We've. I mean, remind me. I'm sure. Yeah, he was originally the Legion of Doom's manager like, early in their career, and, like, was legitimately their manager, like, okay. set up their bookings, got their money. Oh, like and, their real manager. Yeah, manager, manager. Not like their Paul Bearer manager. I mean, he did that also on right. screen, but, right. yeah, so he was 
And then, yeah, anytime he comes into the... So he wasn't there when they first came to the WWF. Then they brought him in in 1992, and that was horrible, because then he started getting walking around with a ventriloquist dummy. Oh. And then, yeah, in 90... And that ended after, like, four months. And then in 98, he comes in, and he's not here very long either. And he... His first appearance, he showed up and turned on the LOD in his return (laughs) and went with the Disciples of Apocalypse. Whoops. The Nazis. Yeah. And Sonny is now gone. Yeah, Sonny is gone. It's her first running with the law. Uh, It wasn't actually running with the law. It was just her drugs were... Bad. Use was getting so bad. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. She's, yeah, that... Yeah, we've already talked about that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I said pretty boring, long... Choke, uh, long chokehold, DOA does the twin magic. Yes, the, they do at least <laughs> get to see some twin magic. Yes. As we were earlier talking about the Bellas off mic. The Garcias now. The Garcias, yes. So obviously twin magic goes long before they're... And it's long after. Yeah, and it's still... Yeah, I don't think... No persons. one thought that they invited, invented that. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so yeah, the DOA wins with twin magic because <laughs> one of them... Oh, the... LOD hit the Doomsday device, which is nice to see at least they're given that. But then Twin Magic is used in Animal's hit with a DDT that kills him. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this whole pay-per-view feels kind of blah. Yeah. I'm like, as we're this going was, through these. <laughs> yeah, the first hour and a half of this was pretty It's like, this is rough. not a great But one. I think it starts to pick up here. Except for the D-Lo Brown Xbox. Yeah, that's, that's was, a good one. That was good. That's and then, the one bright spot so far. Is, then we go up to the well, Hurt House in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It was just odd. <laughs> so why, it's, why, why? So, like, Ken Shamrock said he wanted to face Owen Hart because they still had issues. Unfinished, unfinished so business. Owen Hart said you could face me on my own turf, turf the dungeon. So he literally meant his house. Yes, he meant his parents' house. His parents' house. Yeah. Like, not like in... You know, Calgary. Right, no. Calgary or in Montreal or in Ontario. No, like in my parents' house. <laughs> in my parents' basement. <laughs> that was a real house? Was yes, that was their real basement. And it was, I think, like, from what I've seen, other times I've seen the dungeon, I think it's just like a black wrestling mat on the ground. I think they put that green tarp over it, probably because the mat is disgusting. Oh, I'm sure. The her, whole her household is always disgusting because... Stu always had, like, 35 cats walking around. Oh, really? Yeah, they say, like, the cats would, like, poop on the kitchen utensils, and then Stu would just still make eggs with, like, those... Yeah, it was pretty gross. So I'm sure there was, like, cat shit all over that wrestling rug, and (laughs) anytime someone bled or something... Why do they have so many cats? I don't know, because they're weird Canadians. And they had a lot of kids, too. Yeah, they had 12 kids. That's a litter enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, the ceiling was all, like, busted. Yeah, the ceiling had bustings. And, well, but, I, I, I honestly know I do give people credit when they have to do, like, matches off-site. Yeah, and different. The crowd, yeah. different environments. That's got to be Yeah, and this really was, tough. and Dan Sutton is looking cool, calm, collected as his, the referee. Like, his Tom Selleck mustache yeah, is, is in full effect. Yeah, he has quite the cool look going for him in his WWF Attitude shirt. It's good. It's a good one. So, yeah, so... I like how Ken Shamrock still enters the basement like he's yes. entering the ring. He gets in the zone while Owen Hart and Dan Severn are just in chilling in their yeah. Zubaz. Did they like bring a whole camera crew? Up yeah, they, yeah, they had, I think, at least two cameramen. And there was mm-hmm. the, the, they show the boom mic yeah. operator a few times. Yeah, so well. at least three or four guys, probably a fifth 
some like agent to like kind of direct them what to do and stuff. Right, right. And yeah, so it's just a submission match, and it only goes four minutes, but it is action packed. They do it. a lot. And they beat the hell out of each other, especially when they're throwing each other's head into the wall. Yeah, well, there's the one the, wall. I think it's yeah. this angle. Like, throwing, and then someone out there had to Ken Sarah got his head through the ceiling, too. Yeah, Owen Hart lifted him up real quick, so he hit his head on the ceiling. Yeah, they keep using the drainage pipe or whatever right. it was for Hurricane Ryan as each one. <laughs> each guy gives one off of those. And then, in the end, the Ken Shamrock misses a kick to Owen and hits Dan Severn. Knocks him out. And Owen quickly grabs a dumbbell, a dumbbell quote, and unquote. blasts Ken Shamrock with it. And then it makes it look like Ken Shamrock is tapping out to the groggy Dan Sever. Right, obviously. Declares the match for Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess as I said in my notes, it's always weird to see those on-site matches with no crowd noise. Right. Um, but, you know, good for them. I mean, they definitely were like, yeah, they were gassed by the end. And that's yeah, the other thing about the crowd noise. You can hear them like... <gasps> yeah, and there's no... You know, obviously that setting, there's not, you can't roll out of the ring and take right. a breather. Or even They weren't even hitting like chin locks to slow anything. Down. They were just yeah. move, move, move. They were. They were very... Then next... Go, go, go. Yeah, so no speaking of go, 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 mm-hmm. we kind of slowed oh, things this, down a little bit, I think. Yeah, I mean, this is just not a good paper. <laughs> I think that's what I'm realizing. And this is The Rock versus Triple H for the Intercontinental title and the best two out of three falls match. Yeah. So you know those, I mean, it, it's a half, it's a half hour time limit. Yes. Which, did they say that? I just they did. They did. They had actually, in a smart move, I think, like for the three or four weeks leading up to this, they started announcing on Raw, like, this match has a 20 minute time. Like, they started announcing it so it wasn't like a so dead giveaway right yeah. here when they did it. Like, Usually at this point, they would never announce a time limit for any match. And then for a certain match, they'd be like, this match is a 20-minute time limit. And that's the match that goes to the 20-minute. Of course, yeah. So it's like telegraphs. Gotcha. If you never say a stipulation and then you say it for no reason. check check off stipulation. Yeah. Why are you telling me the time limit all of a sudden? Right. Exactly. Then you know it's going to be used. Yeah. So, and so... Obviously, the nation comes out with The Rock. DX comes out with Triple H, and everyone's yeah. sent to the back. Yeah. Except China, because she has a manager's characters. license. They do, oh, they they get, do mention they get license. Oh, they yeah, get you got to get licensed to get... Who governs yeah. that? Well, I mean, this is in... <laughs> I think this would be the California mm. State Athletic Commission. Yes, obviously. Yeah. You know, you got to pay for that, right? Yeah, well, that piece of paper. you got to be licensed, at least. I don't know how much it charges, but... <laughs> You can't just have anyone come down to the ring with you. Sure. Although the Godfather was with Dino Brown earlier. I don't know if he had... Does he have his license? Well, he must not, because <laughs> JR wants us to know that the only one licensed with a manager is China. But oh, okay. everyone in the X and the Nation still gets involved in this match. Right. They all they come all, out freely. They all like, kind of like pop. There's a couple special guest appearances, yeah. which by this point, you know it's going to happen. Yes, including probably the most forceful one is... Uh, Mark Henry hits a yes. big running. He like he runs down the whole way and splashes him. Yep. Yeah. And then and Billy Gunn comes out. Billy Gunn comes out, but then after the splash, still Triple H gets a rock bottom, or is it no a belt shot? So he hits yes. him with the title belt, and that gives the rock the first fall. Mm-hmm. And then next we have X Pac and D'Lo both come out. Mm-hmm. 
and China ends up putting the DDT on the rock. Right. And Triple H pins to get the, the second one. The second fall. And that's about 24 minutes of that. And where does Road Dog come in? I thought I remember seeing him. He comes out to fight the Godfather. That's like earlier in the match, I think. That's right. It's all. It's all. That's just this long. It's going to be side matches and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. And then, then then magically, the 30-minute time. Yeah. When they mentioned, I think the first time they mentioned it was like three minutes remaining. Did you think that's what it was going to be? or I thought it was going to go into overtime. Oh, okay. Because we, we watched a couple quote-unquote time limit matches where it went to overtime and double overtime. Yes, What was true. the one where like you couldn't fall down? That was, that was Sting fun. versus Vader. It I was, liked that one. Yeah, it was a that's sudden a death. And then it was, yeah, sudden death. Overtime. Over, <laughs> overtime sudden death. <laughs> like sudden death, the next fall wins. Well, it's, all wrestling is always that, so. Right, but it was like they literally couldn't yes, fall they couldn't over. the first person to fall. That was pretty good. I thought it was going to be some, not like that goofy. But it's not, a, I thought someone was going to win. I thought they were going to be like, oh, now it's five overtime. Minute, yeah. yeah, five minute overtime or something. So it ended in a draw. I was pretty like, this is. This yeah. Lame. So The Rock retains officially because right. the champion retains in a draw. Mm-hmm. Which is. So I said boo, anticlimactic. Yeah. But it sets up, you know, you know that those two are going to fight again. Yeah, and match wise, this is fine. Yeah. I mean, the rock's still kind of awkward. Yeah, they're both kind of still. They're they're, they're getting better, but they're not able to carry a half hour match with each other. Well, as I did all the special. Right. That's testing. why. Yeah. Like with other people, they might have been able to do it, but with each other, they're still not quite yeah. there. Yeah. It's like not because they're both around the same age. Or uh, rock's a little bit younger. Or same level of experience, essentially. I don't think Triple H has a little more experience, yeah. but not not a lot. Too much. And then, yeah, yeah, I would say. And then next we have a the big fully loaded bikini contest. Yeah, it seemed like did they try and like make this like a feud, or is this something that gets kind of? Yeah, so they kind of after over the edge. Mark Miro started hanging out with Jacqueline. Okay, she's a wrestler. I never. She was a wrestler. Yeah, she was in like Memphis, Dallas. And then WCW before this. Gotcha. So she came out and was with Mark Marrow, and eventually, after Sable came back, she got like in a feud with them because why not? Yeah, because it's Sable's back because this man wanted her back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this is what it sounds like. Yep, it's It's a bikini contest. Jacqueline pulls off hers first, and her her dental floss, I think, is the best way to put it, and. Wants her stuff, as Jerry Lawler loves to say. Yes. Oh, but, but then, like, Sable, like, she has on, like, a very, for her standards, like, modest, like, yes. tube top. Tube top bikini, and Jerry Lawler says that's very not mad. what yeah. he uh, saw earlier. And But she says it's Vince McMahon didn't want her to go out in it. Right. right. Yeah, but then she says she's going to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Takes off her first bikini to reveal just handprints on her boobs right it wasn't like late like rubber like rubber glow rubber paint okay basically yeah Yeah. and people like lose their minds yes including Jerry Lawler because the one side camera view is great (laughs) he looks literally like the fox in the commercials or the cartoons with the eyes bulging (laughs) out the heart bulging out yeah the tongue hanging out yeah eyes this really is the beginning of Horn dog Jerry Lawler that still sometimes persists, persists today. 
Whenever he sticks his little head out like a groundhog. <laughs> sees that there's a Divas match on. Six more matches. Six more weeks of Divas matches. It's mostly got the Undertaker who pops out of the ring. Yeah. That's your alarm. Totally, that's your alarm. Like, Trying to see any upskirts. Yeah. Oh, God. It's funny. So, oh, since this good. is... Uh, since this is fan participation, they announced that of Sable course. is the winner, but yes. then it's reversed because oh, it? it's, well, the next night on Raw, it's reversed decision oh. because Sable did not wear a legal bikini. Oh, so Jacqueline like, wins by disqualification. Well, that's a little, that's like their Bush, that's like their Reggie Bush Bush getting <laughs> disqualified, you know, five yeah. years after the, after the game, but doesn't really, yeah. doesn't really change you how won. I felt. You guys really, won. Doesn't really change how I felt in 2005 watching that <laughs> game, but yep, too. So good for Jacqueline, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she she prevailed. It's the next uh, night, at least, so she's able to celebrate that. She's got yeah. There you go. So all through the night, the ongoing storyline was that the Undertaker had not yet arrived. Okay, so back up because they so the, the 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 raw before this this pay per view was late in the SummerSlam, but like talk about the animus between. Steve Austin and The Undertaker. So, I mean, it was basically The Undertaker wanted to be world champ. Okay. And it, it kind of started, like, at Over the Edge, where he's the enforcer. I, I think I get some context, but I still kind of miss some yeah. of that. So, and then... In between It stories. was kind of like Vince McMahon started stirring the pot, thinking that Kane and The Undertaker were together. Because they're brothers. Because they're brothers. And his mind are the same person. Yes. So. But then he says, to prove that they're not, they'll have a because Undertaker and, or Kane and Mankind won the tag team titles. Okay. So they decided to have a match, Kane and Mankind defending the tag team titles against Steve Austin and the Undertaker. Gotcha. And that's just kind of, again, kind of like how with No Way Out, it was the eight man tag to set up the WrestleMania main event. Gotcha. Here again, it's a tag team match to further the plot for the title match. Got it. Yeah, so they were like making a big deal. Like, Undertaker didn't arrive. Oh, they did there, have the uh, Brooklyn Brawler came out as a possible substitution, and they have a funny line by uh, Jr. as Brooklyn Brawler gives Pat Patterson a big hug, yeah. and Jr. goes, "Well, that's one of the least friendly hugs they've ever given each other because they were supposedly." Oh, gotcha. Fond of each other. Gotcha. And that's one of the main reasons the Brooklyn Brawler stuck around for so long. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, finally, Tom Pritchard and Kevin Kelly can report that the Undertaker does arrive. Yes, thankfully. He gets there just in time for the bikini match, I believe. Obviously. No, I don't think they were out, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, so with Undertaker and Steve Austin versus Kane and Mankind, I, I said... Three great wrestlers in Kane. Yes. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that assessment. I don't know. I wanted to like it more. Yeah, it's not... It's okay. Yeah. It could have used a more Steve Austin and Mankind, like, brawling, I Yes, think. that's exactly right. I or Undertaker. That. Like, just more of a brawling. It's... These four guys are not meant for, like, tag matches, tag matches where it you're like off all in the much. ring. Like, yeah. even when they have singles matches, they, like brawl around the ring and stuff and with two guys you could do it even more yeah like i don't know why they decided to go with a straight tag match yeah tag match 
Maybe yeah, Epic Boy like launched himself off. Right? Yeah, well, of course he's got to. He's got to do one do like something. irrational. Yeah. Like, jump into the announcer's table or whatever. I mean, and Juni tried to kill himself, so now he's got to do yeah, something. Yeah, like multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, that's still like probably like the craziest moment of. <laughs> yes. 1998. So far. So far. <laughs> Yeah, probably. That, that one was probably hold up. Yeah, that's like the whole time. Almost. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, like once again, it's like, yeah, how is he alive after that? So towards the end, Steve Austin asks for Russell. Most of the match, The Undertaker doesn't seem too, too interested. It. Oh, yeah, well, Steve Austin gives... Yes. The Undertaker. the bird. So and then the Undertaker returns. He does. Unkind. That unkind gesture. Yes. And then Steve Austin, though, does tag out to Undertaker, and Undertaker comes in and... Mm-hmm. Attacks and ends up hitting Kane with the tombstone yep. to get the win. And seemingly, he's not in cahoots with Kane. No, he's, seemingly. But then he, he does sense. take both tag belts to leave. Yeah. And that's that's the hook to turn into Raw the next day. Oh, okay. What is. We didn't watch the next Raw. We usually no, because well, there's going to be a couple that we have to watch for August. Oh, okay. For into SummerSlam. So. But the next night itself, nothing really. Ooh, speaking of SummerSlam, you're going to SummerSlam. Yes, I will be going to SummerSlam shortly. Yeah, yeah, that's that can up quite close. Yeah, two weeks this summer. (laughs) But that's a either that's a different subject. Yes. Yeah, so this whole pay per view is just kind of kind of there. Yeah, I agree. Kind of filler. Can't say any of these are gonna really crack the top. I do like that duo bro X (laughs) pot. I. So what would you rank this overall? Uh, let's put it at a six. Unforgiven and over. I mean, I don't think it was any better or worse than Unforgiven and Over the Edge. Uh, I'm gonna go five point five. Oh wow! Ooh. I don't think because I mean I could. I look at it a lot like No Way Out, but it doesn't have the main event that No Way Out did. So it's my story. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's support that. All right, well, All right what top, is your top two? Top two matches. The dealer run, X-Pac one. I think that's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. You're, you're a fan. Valvinus, uh, no. Terry Funk, no. <laughs> Vader, no. DOA, definitely not. Weird Ken, Ken Shamrock on heart match. Uh, I guess the main event. Okay. How about you? Well, I love the dungeon match. Do you? Yes. I was almost going to pick that one. It's fast. It gets you, gets you in and out. I like. Was that quick. like a fake dumbbell they hit him with? Probably. Yeah, I figured. They did kind of like stumble over towards like the real ones at one point. They kind of like put it to the throat, but yeah, the one that he hits him with, yeah, it looked. I mean, I don't know what kind of weight Stu Hart has though. He might have yeah, something like from the nineteen twenties that looks was fake he also now. A wrestler? He was a wrestler, but more so, he was a trainer and promoter. Gotcha. Like he ran Stampede Wrestling up in Calgary and trained all his all his children but not but yeah. trained all his children, trained all his son in laws who were also houses, wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. Like British Bulldog, Jim Nightheart. Gotcha. Are there still shows in Calgary? Uh no, that I mean that ended in like nineteen eighty eight. Oh, okay. So that's not gonna be our next like vacation <laughs> Calgary. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, could if you really want. 
No, I'd rather go to like a match in like England or something. I think yeah. that's about or Scotland or Wales. Well, John Cena's putting out that WrestleMania in London crap, but it'd be weird. It's weird to have him come out and cut that promo. Yeah. They're not going to do it, but right. they're not going to do it at least in the next two years. Hmm. All right. Well, yes, so, I'm Dungeon Match. Save up for that. I'll also go with. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with the main event also. I kind of want to put Rock versus Triple H because no, I respect them for going yeah. that amount of time, but yeah, true, the match true, itself, true. Yeah. too headlocky and. Yeah, just, they just didn't have a. They just weren't polished enough to go a half hour. But no, that's the thing. If you wanted someone in the show to go and have a long match, it was kind of it. Like, you're not going to have Val Venus and Jeff Jarrett go a half oh, hour. Oh, please no, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah. So they did they, they just feel compelled to have one pay per view per month, even if they didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Contact. This was yeah after. It was in 1995 where they both were both companies up to 12 shows a year. It didn't matter what you had. You just what did it? I mean, this was essentially like in the early 90s. You'd have like a Saturday night's main event, or even like the week before SummerSlam, they'd have the SummerSlam spectacular and stuff, and that would kind of be what this would this card is. Gotcha. This was the summer before you started six three. Is seven. Yeah. Yeah. So. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this was like every week. Seriously, every night you sleep. Every over. Monday night, yeah, I'd sleep over at Chance. He'd sleep over at my house. Aww. For the big Jan- July sixth show, we were at Min because it was your birthday. Oh, right, so. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, we were. We had. We were flip, using so that, you and Nick and Matt that previous channel Nick. button. Wearing so it out. Oh, between the gold. Oh bar. yeah, nitro. Well, especially with the tape draws, you knew what was gonna happen. What do you mean? So Raw was live on Monday, and then that Tuesday they would tape the next week's Raw. Oh, okay. Just to cut down on production costs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like on by Wednesday you'd go online and read the results of Raw. Oh, okay. So then you could kind of figure out, well, I don't need to watch. I could watch Nitro at this point because it's going to be a Val Venus versus Jeff Jarrett match. Like, we've already yeah, seen yeah. that. Right. Whereas, oh, Steve Austin started the show, so I want to watch that. I don't care what's happening on Nitro. <laughs> That's kind of how I, where your logic was. worked. Yeah. All right, but next, so not the greatest show. No. But next, we go to SummerSlam. Good. The I have high, second biggest show of the year. High expectations. I yeah, think. and so Attitude Air, nineteen ninety-eight, in Madison Square Garden. Nice. The Highway to Hell. They actually licensed it out from ACDC. Oh, wow. Not available on any of the Peacock versions of shows. Uh, so. Right. But at the time, it was pretty great. Yeah. Good. So we'll be I'm looking there forward next to week. better. Yeah. Feeling better to watch. Yeah. There will be some later. more uh, exciting matches. Before this, on. have we watched any matches from this pay-per-view? Before? No. I, I, yeah, this was okay. a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've, this is what you said, our 46th episodes. We've yes. covered a lot of territory. Yeah, we have. And we have not a lot touched of 90, the This is actually fully loaded. I think Unforgiven and No Way Out, we didn't watch anything either. It's always those off, off months. months. Yeah, like SummerSlam, there's a couple of matches we've already watched, but they're good matches. Like, 
we've watched Jessica Matthews, so. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be. That's why I watched it in the school. Right. Yeah, exactly. Surprisingly, <laughs> L.O.D. versus D.O.A. did not no, make it out to my 100 greatest matches list. Wow. That's saying something. There's 100 <laughs> top matches and nothing from this made it. Yeah. But, all right. Well. Yep. We'll join you next time. All right. See ya. Bye. What's going on? What a great weekend it is going to be because there's a World Wrestling Federation pay-per-view this weekend, and it's a pay-per-view that will be great from top to bottom. Know what I mean? I'm talking about Fully Loaded in your house this Sunday, July 26, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific, live exclusively on pay-per-view in the main event. I mean, come on, what is going to happen with the WWF Tag Team titles on the line? Mankind and Kane defending against, in my opinion, a tag team that will not coexist. WWF Champion Stone Cold Steve Austin and the number one contender for the World Wrestling Federation Championship, The Undertaker. Think about it. After all this transpired in the last few weeks, if you were Stone Cold, would you trust The Undertaker? If you were The Undertaker, would you trust Stone Cold? No. You can trust in this, though. The bikini contest will be the bomb, especially after what took place this past week on Raw. Tell you what, let's go back and revisit it.